Try sinking that one. That was <laughs> <No>. wild. <laughs> there's there's a reason I don't actually. Uh, uh um, you know, okay. Hi, welcome to Kingdom Thirds Podcast. My name is Abigail. I'm here with Pidgeys. Okay. I, I've been thinking a lot about intros and how I don't really have one and how I also don't introduce what the podcast is about when I do. When I do. We just kind of jump into it. Well, I assume you know, but I realize that some people actually don't. Uh, and, and, and all of that to say, thinking about doing like a new intro, brainstorming, thinking of new ideas, and I don't think the singing is it <laughs> in terms of helping onboard people but i i i i, I do enjoy it i, I do i mean you could always do like some sort of like hi i'm abigail like your your usual like hi i'm abigail kelly and this is blah 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 here with keenan there's podcast and then you can go into a podcast about Blah 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 blah. Did you, did you forget what my podcast is about? No, I just don't feel like talking about it. Um, <laughs> this is, oh, we're gonna have a bad recording then. <laughs> but you get the gist. We've been yeah. over. We've been over what the podcast is I could, about. I could add a tag, but yeah. I, I also like. I every time I've tried to do it, I've immediately gotten so derailed by some nonsense that yeah, it's not. I don't. I at this point, listen. If trust that it's going to be funny. And mildly interesting. And what what else do you need? Do you need to know what it's about? I don't think so. Does Aaron Mankey introduce <laughs> all of his podcasts with what they're about? No. He just dives in with some spooky music and his, like, strange cadence <laughs> when he talks. I like mean, you, you pretty much understand what the podcast is about, like, the first couple minutes. And plus, the description is on the website, plus the description's on Spotify and iTunes and wherever you get No one podcast. No one reads Well, then that's on that. them, not on Only you. Only Charles reads my captions slash the, the stuff for the... Uh, yeah. Shout I, out to Charles. Shout out to Charles. Hi, Charles. Uh, I found that out from Fred in our last recording, and I was like, oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Uh, okay, what do you think we're doing today, my have, good dude? I have no idea. Oh, really? I have no idea. The only thing going through my head is that I think it's funny that we're recording a podcast today, and in about a, a week and a half, we're going to be recording another podcast together. Yes. yes. But I will be there in the sanctum. You will be. You you make it double page podcast. I don't know. I like Ooh. I have a, I there's an interview maybe happening next week that if that happens, uh that will come out prior to this, I think. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't know. There I haven't gotten confirmation on that yet. <laughs> so maybe you'll get double page. Wow. In which incredible. Case, I have an idea for a double feature, so it's fine. Um, you know. It's you know. Listen, it's free. It's free content. Can't complain. Uh, okay. Well, I have something special today. I have I have a visuate. Oh no! Um, and I'm extremely excited about it. But this one requires a little bit more. Um, 
it's going to be a little bit more elaborate. So I'm going to have to turn off my my camera for a sec. You just keep talking. Oh, boy. Bye. Okay. Well, hmm. Hi, listeners. Keep talking. Uh, I uh, I don't know what Abigail's getting right now. I'm concerned about the visual aid because usually she the photo- visual aid. The visual aid. Ah. She usually uh, photoshops something and then shares it with me on Facebook Messenger. Um, Not today, bitch. I'm concerned that she has a physical visual aid. A fizzy aid. <laughs> A fizzy busy, if you will. Uh, really? No. I don't you know. You ready? Apparently. Oh. <laughs> I want to suck your blood. She has um vampire fangs in. And she looks ridiculous. I don't look ridiculous. I look very cute. You do How look very you? cute in a ridiculous way. I feel very natural. Um, I feel like I've finally found who I'm supposed to be when I wear these. They look good. Like, Thank you. Jokes aside, they look pretty good. They don't look like the weird plastic uh, teeth that you, like the full set of teeth that you put in. But those look just like, uh, what are those? Just like little fang? uh... Yeah, they like, uh, well, okay, these are the smallest ones they had. They're still fucking massive in my tiny, tiny mouth. Um, I have, like, <laughs> exceptionally small little baby teethies. Um, Ooh, but- fun fact. One time, Abigail was eating a bagel, and then she got over, like, uh, she she ate it in such a way where uh, the fillings were going to come out as she, like, bit into the center of the bagel. So she had me bite into it to even it out. You have surfboard teeth. I do have surfboard teeth. I have what she calls a Muppet mouth. It's true. And I stand by that. Uh, but I these are the tiniest ones they had. And they, like, are still so huge on my teeth that they go, like, all the way up into my gums. I can see that. I can see it. <laughs> I look so cute, though. You do look I very look cute. Here. I, 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 I want to talk your blood. <laughs> Can you guess what today's episode is about? I'm guessing it's about vampires, 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 vampires. Well, oh, let me turn the lights back on. I took turn the lights off for ambiance. And yes, I'm going to try and keep these in the whole time. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> That's your problem, not mine. I can talk pretty well with them in, I'll be honest. The only thing is they I I don't have, like, adhesive in them. They're just kind of, like, molded to my teeth. Oh, they're going to fall out. Maybe. I may spit one out. We'll find out. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so today we are talking about... No rest for the wicked microsail! It It... It's been a while since we... Oh, I just took a piece of my book off. Um, It's been a while. (laughs) A little corner just flew off. Um, It's been a while since we've dipped into the Cressley Coal Hole. Uh, We did book one and book two. Well, technically book zero, I guess, and then book one. And now we're doing book two. But in in the actual, like, canon, it's book three. Um... This one is, I, I recently went a little bit crazy 
And I bought myself 11 books on eBay <laughs> that are all Cressy Cole's Immortal After Dark. <laughs> and I cleared off a whole bookshelf so that they could fit. And So, um, listeners, uh, if you were wondering why Abigail was so generous about her giveaway... Uh, it would be, it would be that. that would that would be the reason the actual yeah. reason because she needed space on her bookshelf i needed i needed a shelf i st- i'm gonna have to clear off another one too because i still have like six more books to get oh god i know but he came in looked at it went she just went my fucking nerd and then just left and i was like and then she asked me what am i gonna do uh if when if Cressy Cole never publishes anything else and um i said that i'm going to kill myself and Cressy Cole and then burn everything down so. That makes sense. That checks out. I hope you. I hope you kill yourself first and then kill Cressley Cole as a ghost. <laughs> That'd yeah, be something. Yeah. I mean, I on my way out. You know, just just uh, stop by and and take her with me. Yes. Um, because I I was she asked me like, uh, have you read all of them? And I said that I have one book that I have not read because I cannot. It's because bear the you're idea. afraid. I'm afraid. I can't <laughs> read it until the next one comes out because I always have to have one. If I am not assured that we have another book coming out and we're not because we've heard nothing, then like I need to know that I always have that fucking arrow in my quiver. So there's one book I haven't read. You can guess which one. You won't, but you can if you want. Uh, but today, it's no rest for the wicked. By this cover, this beautiful cover. What do you think? What do you think this book is about? Um, I think it's about vampires. What? Well, uh, okay. Well, you got that from my visual aid. Um, but also, yes, it is about vampires. There's even a big, a big moon in the back to show you that. Uh, safe well, for them to walk outside. Could be. Could be. Could be uh, uh, werewolves, though. Like, every other book is about a werewolf. Yeah, but, like, nah. <clears throat> okay, what do you remember about uh, vampires from Crusticles Universe page? Pop quiz, come on. Up two, up two. Um, let's see. I remember that um, the Valkyrie were like, fuck vampires. They suck. What's a Valkyrie? Oh, a Valkyrie uh, is when yes. <laughs> yeah, I remember hearing about it. I remember talking about it. Um, that they're all like born again, and they're very strong and powerful and uh, lightning. Uh, great, fam. <laughs> not, I'm not, but thanks. It, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. We described what a Valkyrie was in, fuck, that must have been like episode three or whatever of the podcast. Like something like real That early. was the first podcast that I recorded with you. That was the first podcast I recorded ever. Yeah. Um, so don't listen to it. You're fine. Um, but <laughs> um, so a Valkyrie is a, it's a, a creature from North, Norse mythology. Wow. S's are tough with this yeah. <laughs> thing. Um, Norse mythology <laughs> where uh they're like warrior women they're supposed to be like vaguely fey looking like delicate and like beautiful um but they can just like absolutely shred you and kick your ass um they're warrior women um in uh Crystal's universe every valkyrie uh, valkyries are made in two ways the first way is that they, uh, 
any brave woman who dies bravely in a courageous way, she can be noticed by Odin and Freya and basically saved at the last minute. And in her resurrection, essentially, she is remade into a Valkyrie. Um, you, but she has to be dying to make that happen. Um, and the second way to become a Valkyrie is to those women, when they're resurrected, are resurrected, pregnant with a Valkyrie that is uh, has three parents, the woman, Odin, and Freya. Um, and almost, not almost, all of the Valkyries that we meet, that we follow in these books, are the children of these women that died. Because um, those women are still mortal, and they do die after a certain point. Um, but they do not. The, the the children of these women do not. Um, and they're all girls. They they you know they're all sisters they're all like they all call themselves half sisters they like shiny things they love shiny things they can be mesmerized by jewels um they have claws and fangs and they have a screech that could like shatter windows for miles um they're extremely bloodthirsty uh they live basically uh, the the people we follow the coven we follow uh live in louisiana and it's basically a frat house. It's called Valhall. And uh, there's a lot of crazy stuff happens there. But for the first, like, half of... Or not the first half, I guess. For the first, like, f- five, six books of, of Morals After Dark, we follow a Valkyrie. Um, I think that's kind of where she started. Uh, and then it kind of branches out from there. The next one, actually, number four, is about a witch, which is one of my favorite ones. And she appears in this book, and you kind of get the start of her story Ooh. in, in uh, No Rest for the Wicked. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, like, her, the Valkyries were kind of where Cressley's, like, started with the universe. And then, as well as with the, the, the Roth brothers, who are... Fian Pierce. Do you, do you remember the Roths? Uh, the vampires. Okay. Um, do you remember any of their names? Brutal. Brutal. It's been a... It's, it's been a year. <laughs> That's fair. It's fair. Okay, so uh, it's Nikolai Roth was the first one. So mm. the very first book mm-hmm. is is um, Blood... Oh, not Blood Red Kiss. Um... Oh, whatever. Nikolai and Mist. And she curses him, basically, to right. have a five-year-long erection. Oh, yeah. It's like a whole thing. And then he... Um, aw, he tries yeah. to brainwash her because he thinks that she'll never love him. Right. And, and then, like, like she, like, claws sloppy. into the wall to get that little thing back. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The brisen gammon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty brutal. I'm going to be honest with you. It's not the best of the books. It was the first one. So it's a little rough. Um, There's a lot of, like... Roaring involved in the sexual scenes, um, you know. But this family, the Roths, uh, have several brothers. And most of them, I think, well, actually, all of the brothers got turned into vampires in, like, the 1700s or whatever the hell. Um, and they are they were Estonian nobility. They were warlords. They protected their borders. They fought in this really super brutal war against Russia when Russia was invading Estonia. Um, and they they died. Um, Murdoch and and uh, Nikolai were on the front lines. They died and were resurrected by King Kristoff, who's king of the forebearers, the vampires who don't drink from the flesh, right, and right, right. swore that they would fight for him. And then as part of the bargain 
Reagan to to serve him, they said, hey, but we want to be able to go take care of our family as well and make sure that they're okay. So so um, Christoph grants them that time. They go back to their estate in Estonia and find that the other two of their brothers, Conrad and Sebastian, have been stabbed brutally and are currently dying. And the rest of their family is dying due to the plague. (laughs) Plague. (laughs) Yeah, the plague. (laughs) Um, and it's bad, and Nikolai, as the oldest brother, kind of makes the executive decision that he's going to try and turn them all into vampires. Um, Fun. He doesn't know lots of things. <laughs> One of those being that uh, women, you you can't turn into vampires. They have to be born for whatever reason. Like, it just doesn't take it. They die. It never works. Um, which is why we don't encounter almost any vampire women until Emmeline, who is the subject of the first book or second book, I guess, um, uh, Hunger Like No Other with my boy Lachlan, big, super big, dumbass Lachlan. Um, and uh, and later on in the series, we meet more female vampires, but they're like super, super rare. Also, he doesn't know that, um, well, his brother Sebastian, who is the second to youngest, I suppose. Um, it's hard. There's, He's, he's number three. He's number three. Caught... Nikolai's number one, Murdoch's number two, Sebastian's number three, and Conrad's number four. Okay. And they're all huge and, like, warlordy. Um, and, uh, poor, poor Sebastian was a, he was a, he was a, a, a scholar, as well as being just, like, a super incredible warrior, but mostly he was just, like, this, like, shy guy who, like, was a super intellectual, and he was actually, like, in a several secret societies of intellectuals in the 1700s. Sebastian is pretty much like a, like a 1700s, uh, Indiana Jones, is what you're telling me. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And he was, like, you know, his, his brother didn't really know that about him, because they've spent, like, the last, like, 12 years, like, fighting off and on with Russians and stuff. So, like, let's just say all of the Roth brothers have secrets. They have sneaky little secrets. And uh, Conrad has his own secrets, which makes his book very interesting. I, I, well, I think Conrad's book is tied for my favorite. Um, Wicked Deeds at Night's Edge, I believe is the title. Um, I love him. I love his love interest, Naomi. Uh, and and spoilers includes ghosts. Ooh, so you know it's my flame. We love ghosts. We love ghosts. But no rest for the wicked. It's about Sebastian, and it's about Sebastian meeting his bride. And if you recall from past episodes, a vampire's bride is the thing that awakens their bodies mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. from from death. Essentially, they regain a heartbeat. They become very powerful. Their senses become more acute. They also become like super crazy possessive, um, and typically, like immediately fall in love with their rides. Like it well. Not immediately, but, like, they they just, they do not want to let them go, ever. Um, No matter what. uh, They're driven by this mystical compulsion to be around them all the time. It's unfortunate for Sebastian. Because Sebastian didn't want to be a fucking vampire in the first place. (sighs) You know, was not a fan. Did not agree with his brother's choice to forcefully turn him into a vampire, even though he said, no, I don't want to be a vampire. Um, and he has not spoken to his brothers in 300 years or whatever. Um, 
And he's been living on his own in this like abandoned Russian castle. Um, because of course he's a vampire. Be like that sometimes, um, you know. He he claims in the it's never addressed, but he does claim at one point early on in the book where he's just like, Well, I won it in battle, so it's mine. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> I don't know if that would hold up now, but Mm-mm. okay. Um and he's just basically been living off of like blood he gets from the butcher and uh reading books for the past 300 years he he wants to die there's no point he's just he's just exists sounds like the life if you ask me sounds great uh he he has no shower he has to use melted snow water never mind <laughs> yeah i need plumbing um yeah i need plumbing um i mean he doesn't have to use the bathroom or anything so he's fine i guess what do you but, mean he doesn't have um, to use the bathroom he still eats blood he's right He's a vampire. I guess he doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't work the same way. Now, that's My the dream, never having to pee again. Incredible. I know, would be nice for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I my understanding is that it, like, just immediately, like, circulates into their bloodstream. I guess. What would happen if they eat, like, food? Well, as we learned in Twilight, they just gotta hork it up later, like a cat. <laughs> But this isn't Twilight. These aren't Twilight. Twilight. <laughs> These aren't Twilight rules. No, not everything's Twilight. I think they can, but like it's not good. Like they, if it tastes disgusting, they just like throw it up. Probably. That's yeah. sad. And also, the once they've had the blood of their bride, they can eat nothing else. Like they can force themselves to have other things, but it tastes fucking awful, and they hate including it. like animal um, blood. Yeah. Uh-huh. I remember that... Like, animal blood doesn't taste great anyway. I remember... Wasn't, like, that a thing in the first book where Nikolai accidentally has missed blood, and then he's like, I yeah. fucked up, I'm sorry, and then his his <laughs> his king and his clan were like... It's like, it's like he, I, he's like a Christian kid who like, who masturbates for the first time oh, and then no. like goes to confess and is like, I'm so sorry. I, 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 I jerked it. I'm going to go to hell. And then like any reasonable person in the room is just like, actually, no, it's fine. The, the guy, the guy's just like, uh, eh, three Hail Marys, like pray, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, you're fine. I mean, you're going to do it again. So like, whatever. It doesn't matter. Just two, three Hail Marys um, every single time. Um, but, uh, so, so. Sebastian, he's living in this in this nasty ass crusty castle, and who appears? A woman with a, a big honking fucking sword. Oh, no. and she's gonna kick. She's gonna take his head off because he before he realizes what's going on, she's got that sword under his chin, and she's like, mm, "Time's up." Uh, and 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 he looks up at her, and he's like, "Okay, <laughs> go off." <laughs> nice <laughs> go ahead i don't care i hate my life go ahead and she can't do it and this is um not great for her because the woman who has the sword her name is katarin the cold-hearted and i think it's katarin and not katarin i think is it Maybe. spelled like Catherine without the h it no it's k-a-d-e-r-i-n i would s- I think I I would say Caterin, but maybe mm. I've been saying Caterin in my head, but I don't actually know. There's she doesn't provide a pronunciation guide. He calls her Katya. We'll just call her Katya from now, uh, because he he immediately renames her, which is 
galling, but also very funny. Uh, he's like, I don't like your name. I'm going to give you a new one. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, so she can't do it. And that's like shocking because she is catter and the cold hearted. She 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 can she has no feelings, whatever. That's what she's known for. She's known for having literally no emotion one way or the other. Um and she 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 can't kill him. Something in her tells her that she can't do it. And he's like, Well, kill me. And she's like, stop telling me what to do. <laughs> and and through some shenanigans and a a brief conversation where she feels very unsettled, uh, they come to realize that, oh my god, she's his bride. It's happening. And it's happening question, now. Is this is yeah. this also in the early two thousands still? Yes, fam. Because I I I don't know what it is. I I whenever you talk, you castle? yeah, whenever you talk about fantasy, like especially with Cressley Cole, my mind just goes to like 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 old fantasy, like seventeen hundreds, eighteen hundreds, which isn't like high fantasy because those are more mid, like medieval based, but it's still. And then it's like, nah, she's coming in with a sword in her Gucci sweatpants and crop top. And <laughs> checking in on MySpace to see who's looked at her profile. She got a flip phone and a Walkman. Yes. Well, they already... Well, okay, Paige, please, let's not exaggerate. We had iPods in the 2000s. I didn't have... Well, yeah, it depends how early... 2000s. This is like I would say 2004, 2005. I don't. Maybe like an iPod Shuffle. I can't remember when that came out. Like iPod yeah, Shuffle, I mean, iPod. Well, Nano. they had the honking big iPods for for grit. Not the iPod Touches though. That didn't come out until later. No, no, come on. It wouldn't be an iPod Touch. Touchscreen technology that didn't exist until two years ago. <laughs> That's a lie. But I see what you're saying. <laughs> I guess it it's still true. depends on the person. Oh, oh no! One down, <laughs> one down! Gotta keep the other one in until it falls out, though. <laughs> I look really goofy, though. Yeah. What about it? <laughs> I look like my dog! <laughs> <laughs> you do look like Babs. Oh no, you guys are twins. You have to take a picture with her now with both your snaggle tooths. Snaggle teeths. <laughs> snaggle teethies. I'm gonna take this out so I can drink my tea. Ah! I could have gotten retractable ones, but those would have been impossible to talk with because they have like a bar that goes across Ooh, your palate. No thanks. Um, but I did want to be like I was in True Blood, where they go <laughs> and they're like fangs go. <laughs> I wouldn't know. You wouldn't have got. Yeah, the effect would have been a little bit. My dad would know though. Was, uh, but uh, what we're talking about? Something about this book? Um, how? Okay, so that they just figured out that she's oh. the bride. And oh, but but I, I will say though, I think from now on, whenever I introduce a, a book with Cressley Cole, I'm going to start out by setting the scene in terms of what time period we're in. That by, like, would be helpful. Yes, <laughs> like Mike Rowe canonically exists in the IAD I can't, universe. I can't wrap my brain around that. I just the the. <laughs> The, the the Ashton Kutcher exists. Ashton Kutcher does exist. exist. Leo DiCaprio, Tom Cruise. Canonically, they exist in the book. They've been mentioned. I just imagine all the Valkyries to be the cast of Mean Girls. It, kind kind of actually yeah. a little bit, a little bit night, a little bit nicer to each other. Well, well uh, marginally, except to they're like half 
vampire half Valkyrie sister. <laughs> they, I really, yeah, I can't get with that. Also, one of the main concerns in most of these books, or at least for for a while, until like they all start pairing off with with random men of different species. Um, but for the first few, like the main concern for the Valkyries in the Valkyrie half of the relationship is my family will kill you. Yeah. 100%. They will not care that we're together. They will not care that I love you. They will kill you. And I'm like, hey, that's fucked up. <laughs> hey, that's bad. That's bad. It's freaking bad. Um, yeah. But uh, so the the main conflict of this book is, of course, Sebastian is like, actually, now I like wicked want to live. You're like so hot. You're so cool. Oh, my God. Like, this is fantastic. I've, I haven't been doing anything for like 300 years. I cannot wait to just like lick you all over. This is great for me. Um, yeah. Um, he's also a he's not a virgin, but he's he might as well be a virgin. Like he had one of his main character traits is that like he was he's a huge dude and he was really, really clumsy. And so like he, he his experiences with women are were like not great as a human he like could he was so awkward that he like would step on them or like elbow them in the face oh, and like no. his like handful of sexual encounters were like really embarrassing and like not great um one woman like lost a bet and that's why she wanted to sleep with him and he found out about halfway through oh and no was just like, and she was like really mean no. to him. yeah it's really sad fashion's like a huge sweetheart i love him very much um whereas uh so that's like his thing is that he he's just his main plot is that he is trying to win katarin right like he he just he has no idea about the world He's a genius, but he has been locked away. And so he doesn't actually know anything about the world he exists in. And he doesn't know anything about her. And so he kind of just, like, forces his way into this world to win her. And he doesn't care about, like, becoming one of, like, Nikolai's army. He doesn't want anything to do with that. He just wants her. Um, whereas Katarin has a an outside conflict as well as an inside conflict. Whereas Katarin. Paige, did you ever watch The Amazing Race? Um, no, but I know what it is. You know who did watch The Amazing Race? Who? Cressley Cole. Oh, no. <laughs> so this book is centered around something called The Talisman's High. Um, H-I-E. Um, and it is essentially a mystical lore scavenger hunt that is super brutal and it's like points based you like find these like artifacts and stuff and then you like it's run by a the goddess of impossibility riora um who who just fucking loves crazy shit and so she just hosts this thing every two, 250 years and all manner of beings in the lore participate um and it's super brutal you you are encouraged to take out your competitors by any means you're not allowed to kill them but you can do some really fucked up shit to them <laughs> um like throw them into a landmine for instance oh, God. Uh, or like or like feed them to sharks um as long as you're not the person killing them it doesn't matter like if you die getting something for the 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 hunt that's different you just can't be like murdered um but katarin has won the last five of the talisman highs um and she is known for her brutality because again she doesn't fucking feel so she just doesn't care the only thing she lives for are killing vampires and the talisman high good lord what a woman poor sebastian i know poor sebastian <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and, and so this is just about to start when she meets, when she meets Sebastian. And so she immediately is like, well, fucking no, 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 no way. No, thank you. No, no, no. Uh, and she fucks off to go do the talisman high. Um, I I will say at this point, as soon as she meets Sebastian and as soon as Sebastian meets her, like she bloods him and he kind of bloods her in return in a certain sense, because as soon as they meet, her emotions begin to come back in like really violent, like non um well, I guess they call them mood swings. Like she starts to feel again. And because she starts to feel again, she f- starts feeling like a backlog of emotion of just like randomly, like she'll just like burst out into tears because uh, she'll remember something or like, she'll just get like super horny out of nowhere. Like, like it's like everything happens it at sounds once. And in so ways. stressful. What, um, what magical creature is she? She's a Valkyrie. Ah. And I think she's just a Valkyrie. I don't think her mom was anything other than human. So I think she's just a Valkyrie. Like, she's not half of anything like Emmeline is. um, And, like, some of them are. Um, She's kind of, like, missed where I think, like, her mom was just human. And so she was just, she's just born, she's just born a Valkyrie. Um, But she's known as being, like, the deadliest Valkyrie. Uh, She keeps, for every uh, vampire she kills, she takes their fangs and she strings them up on a string across her room. So she's got thousands of them. It's called decor. Vampire <laughs> decor. Uh, and she, she like, you know, she's beautiful. Uh, she loves her sisters as much as she can. They love her as much as they can, considering the circumstances. Um, <clears throat> but the reason that Katerin is like this is because, uh, spoilers, fam, um, a thousand years ago, she's like 2,000 years old. So a thousand years ago, she was in one of the goriest battles that the lore ever saw. It was just this massive pitched battle against the Horde, which is the the crazy vampires and Valkyries and all of their allies. Um, and tons of people died. Like it was like super legendarily brutal. Um, and she was known at that time for being her name was Katerin the Kindhearted. Uh and she spared the life of a young vampire who looked like he didn't know what oh, he was no. doing. And yeah, uh she spared him. And then like twenty minutes later she finds him decapitating her two sisters. No. Um, oh my God, like yeah. an asshole. Yeah, like an asshole. Like her tri- they were triplets, by the way. So it's like even worse. Oh God. Um And she was so inconsolable that she basically, like, uh, so the the Valkyries exist, basically, they they all have, like, a collective power. Um, Imagine all of their magic and stuff exists in the cloud. (laughs) And so, like, it can be affected, everyone can be affected all over the world by one person if they're, if something strong enough happens. So she was so, yeah, she was so upset that she threatened her whole coven, like every single Valkyrie in the world, her sorrow threatened to kill them all. Um, yeah. Cause she was just fucking just out of her mind and she wasn't Valkyries can die of sorrow and she wasn't dying. She was going to take everyone out with her. Yikes. Um, yeah. What a way to go. So one day she just wakes up and her emotions are gone. That sounds that's so frustrating. I can't imagine not feeling anything. Um, I, 
I understand why her sisters did that. Um, mm-hmm. Because you, you gotta protect everyone. But was it her sisters? Oh. I assumed it was. Uh, was it wrong? Was it a vampire? No. What was it? Uh-uh. Was it Odin? Uh, no. Um, again, spoilers. But you find out at the very end that it was Riora herself, the the uh, goddess of impossibility. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Who, like, her and Katarin are like, I wouldn't call them friends, but I also, <sighs> I mean, Katarin has essentially been her worshiper, her top worshiper for hundreds of years, right? Because she participates and wins the Talisman High, which is the worship of Rioria, right? Basically. Um, so, but they've known each other for a very long time. So basically, Riora stepped in and was like, I'm going to just take the sorrow from you. But she fucked up and she didn't mean to take everything. Oh. <laughs> and she did. And so she's been like, whoopsie but riora has a soft spot for katarin because of this and so not only has she won all of her stuff and not only does i think riora like admire katarin she also feels bad (laughs) that she's done this. yeah so when sebastian forces his way into the competition in order to win her heart by winning her the competition because she definitely needs the help i guess sebastian um yeah, and everyone. Well, she's that's like the you know, like has gets. won five previous to them encountering. Yeah. but you know, uh, it's a kind gesture, I guess. This this guy who knows nothing about the world they're living in has just been like, yeah, no, I'll win this for you. Don't worry. God, imagine someone basically from the 1700s living in isolation, not paying attention to the real world, and then they go watch Titanic. They go watch Mean Man. Girls. I mean, that's that's one of the things, like, that Riora tells him to do. She's like, okay, in order to win her, you need to fucking catch the fuck up, dog. So I want you to go read as much as you can with a TV on in the background. What's a TV? Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, what? Um, so she basically, to in order to get him to, to be eligible to be in the competition, she makes him her, like representative he 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 dedicates himself to her in order to have like an affiliation um because you need to be like part of a group so you need to be either like from the witches or from the lycae or like from the demons or whatever and so he is from riora um and afterwards (laughs) she's like he's like well how the fuck am i gonna how am i gonna win her and he she's just like dog i don't know (laughs) like for reals you're aiming so high She's the daughter of gods, my dude. Good lord. She's like, but I'm looking out for you. I hope you win. It sounds impossible, and I love that. So I'm here for you. Uh, and, and what happens is this, like, globe-hopping uh, scavenger hunt that is, like, super deadly. Because also in the competition is Bowen McGreeve, who is objectively one of my favorite characters in the entire series. Name. Bowen McGreeve is choice as hell he he is a vampire that or not vampire he's a lycae that we meet in um lachlan's book he is his cousin and he is extremely fucked up he's very sad and he's basically been existing as like nothing for the past like 200 years or so 
or something like that. Um, because his mate died the night he in, he intended to to claim her. She ran away from him because she was so scared, no. and she she like fell down to her. No, and, she died. and so most often what happens to like when they lose their mates is they go and they kill themselves um, because they just can't exist without their mates um but bowen has managed to survive for this whole time and that's quite curious interesting um, interesting but the reason he 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 joins the competition at all is because he is told by nix that if he joins the competition he will find his mate um and it turns out that makes sense because the prize is a key or two keys that make it so you can go into the past and change something. Oh. So suddenly, like something that was already deadly, this like competition becomes absolutely fucking brutal because everyone is yeah. fighting for like Katarin's fighting for her sisters Bowen is fighting for his mate um one of the other side characters Lucindia or Lucindea is a is a siren um you get the vague hint that she's fighting for a baby that died um that's so sad it's really like everyone's got some like real shit they're fighting for um and uh again Sebastian I want to point out one of the funniest parts of this book is that Sebastian is a scientist so he doesn't actually believe the keys work so he doesn't care he's literally just fighting for her because she knows that she oh, wants it no yeah how do, okay wait hang on how does he not believe in like magical stuff when he is in fact a magical thing it just he like he can believe because he how the logic is in the book is that like he can believe that a vampire exists because it doesn't break the laws of nature right it doesn't break the like universal laws of like yeah i mean yeah. But, but, but time travel breaks like every law and yeah. he because he has no he also has like no evidence for like one of the things they talk about is that Katarin is having this conversation with him and she's like, he's like, well, there's no way that time travel could work because like in a closed system, like energy has to go somewhere and it would just like, it just wouldn't work in a closed system. And she goes, oh, that's because you don't know that the system isn't closed. We have access to a bunch of different dimensions. And he's like, what? Surprise, shoddy. <laughs> yeah. So like he believes in certain things. But he's still a man of science, so he, like, doesn't have evidence for other things yet because he doesn't know. And so, he like, he doesn't know magic really exists. He he knows that vampires do, but, like, magic is sort of a different thing. Like, he can't do magic. Katarine can't do magic. They just are different types of people. And he can, like, sort of categorize it that way. Um but uh yeah so and plus he was he's a scientist from like the 1700s let's give him a break like he can believe he'd be superstitious as fuck and believe in vampires yeah, and still not believe i in guess um but uh yeah so like that's the stakes and that makes it like really hard at the end um where like it's it's bowen and it's 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 sebastian and katarin trying to get these keys and it's like poor bowen he gets cursed by a witch Surprise, surprise, is the love interest in the next yeah. book. I love her so much. Her name is Mary Kennedy Awaited. So She's great. You didn't guess that, you know? It's... She's fantastic. He locks her in a pyramid full of uh, succubus um to get to get rid of her for the competition because he doesn't realize that she's his mate um and and she she does nearly die because she's not immortal yet and he doesn't realize oh, no. it um 
And she's in there for like two weeks. And she survives because the succubuses like feed her blood. Uh, it's really nasty. They feed her like their own blood. Uh, it's it's it's. I like up. this. Bowen has a lot. To I kind of like this idea though that she got like plopped into like this thing of succubus, and then they're just like, "Oh hey, what's up? <laughs> or are we supposed to eat well, you? Is that the?" Well, the thing, like, yeah, they're, they're, so she's trapped in there with, like, four other people, with Rydstrom and Cadian and, like, a couple of, like, other fae people. Um, and what happens is, like, it's it's the home of these succubus that have been trapped in this pyramid. So they have been starving and uh, for, for hundreds and hundreds of years. And Mariketta gets, like, kidnapped by them and dragged away from the group. And Rydstrom and Cadian, who are these, like, big strapping demons who all have their own books. Rydstrom is the king from the Kisva Demon King is my first Romus Oh my god. Um, lo- love him very much. Um, he's like he's he's like super honorable and he's like well fuck that and they like do everything they can to get her back because they assume she's going to be like violently sexually assaulted um, by succubus right? Um, but they don't and they don't know why. Uh, they, they take care of her. They don't let her go but they, they keep her alive and we find out at the when when finally Bowen comes back and releases them after he's like realizes that oh he may have fucked up royally um that the reason that they kept her alive was so that she could kill them um because they sensed that she was the only one strong enough to kill them and end their horrible existences yikes does she yeah she do she do kind of accidentally though uh she she's she is trying to kill Bowen when she when she does that understandably so uh but uh but yeah so so it's this like it's really sad because also like mind you sebastian also lost his whole family right um and he doesn't even believe that the the keys will work so it it only occurs to him like once or twice where he's like i wish the keys worked and i wish that i hadn't promised them to katarin because then i might think about you know going back to save my family but he he has no hope for that so he just kind of is just like whatever uh, say lovey, you know. Oh well. It'd be like uh, that. Yeah, but uh, this is a, this is a fun book. It's not my favorite. I I'm not a huge fan of super hyper badass heroines. <laughs> I mean, I I liked her. I I like them, but I get bored really easy. And also, I feel like I don't know. It's hard for me to relate because it's like. I'm not that badass. I'm not even in any capacity. Like, if I were in that situation, I'd just be like, can the biggest, strongest person here take care of me? Thank you. I don't, I don't want to, I'm so scared and weak. Uh, and, and I particularly don't enjoy, like, really cold female characters because I'm a very emotional person and I just really can't relate. Um, but that being said, it's a really fun book. It's, it's, the amazing race parody thing of of the That's talisman really high funny. is is extremely funny extremely niche very dated very fun uh i i just like every time myspace is mentioned it gives me a little tickle cuz it's just like <laughs> yeah this is written by someone who like loved pop culture in the mid 2000s this is fantastic <laughs> like I w- we were not an amazing race family although i know we watched it a couple of times in my house but we did watch a lot of survivor we were not um, uh, so much of a reality team. Well, that's not true. We didn't watch like the games, like no. Survivor or Amazing Race. We were more of a sitcom and Bridezilla 
um, kind of family. What was that one? Was it like X Factor? The one where people did like scary shit? That is no X Factor is a talent show. I think you're no. Um. Oh gosh. Where they stick their hand into like a glass box full of spiders. I know what you're talking about. I cannot remember the name of it though. Someone's yelling. I someone right is now. is is. Ooh, someone's mad at us for not remembering. Listen, it's the one. It's the one with scorpions and and sometimes they'd have to eat like raw bull penis or something. Uh, and and then like at the same time as they'd have to be like walking across like a glass bridge over a canyon. Uh, Fear, Fear factor. factor. Fear factor. We got there. We got there. No, we also did not watch Fear Factor. Uh, we I did. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> but I was like, I don't know. I was like a kid, and like I, there's something really just. I was my little sociopath self. I was just really enjoyed. That. I did not watch it. My parents didn't like it. They thought it was gross. I can appreciate it, it for what it is. I don't think I would get into it now. Um, we also watched a lot of Food Network. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no Food Network in in No Rest for the Wicked because Valkyries don't eat. Makes sense. Makes sense. They just they they just eat like energy, lightning. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This is like a this is a, goodness. This is like a fun book. I think it's. Again, yeah, it's not my favorite. If I had to rank, there's like 17 books or whatever in IED. I'd say this one is maybe my sixth favorite. It's not solo. Right. But it's not my favorite. It doesn't crack the top four. What's your number one? Oh. <gasps> I just broke out well, again. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, like, okay. I really love uh, A Hunger Like like No Other. I don't know why I love that book so much. It's got some really fucked up stuff in it that, like, could not well, be written first, now, for that's sure. That's, like, your first one that you, that you said you... It, no, that that's number one in the series. Oh, right. The first one that I ever read was uh, Kiss right, the Right, right, you said that, sorry. I, like, got confused for a second. Wise, it's fine. I talk a lot. It's fine. I don't expect you to understand anything I say. But... Uh, I or retain anything I say. <laughs> I don't retain anything I say. Um, no, Kiss for Demon King is Rydstrom and Sabine, who is like, uh, I guess, an evil sorceress, um, who's not really evil, but she's she's a bitch, and we love that about her. Um, but uh, I wouldn't say that's my sentimentality wise. That's my favorite because obviously I would not be here talking to you about these things if if not for that book. Um, and it's the fanfiction.net uh, ad that I got where it started it all. Yeah, beautiful. You remember how they used to have those little ads in the corner, the like square ones? Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. God. weird. Weird to think about yeah. now. Um, but I, I really like that one. I also really like the the one with Bowen uh, and Mariketta. That one, my only problem with that book, as much as I love the characters in that book, I love Bowen and Mariketta. I love their relationship. <laughs> Bowen fucks up so bad. He's such an idiot. Um, he can't, like, people are like, buddy, I think that you're, like, really wrong. Like, I think you're really missing something huge. And he's like, no, 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 I don't think so. No, 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 no. Maybe? No, 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 no. Uh, and... Up until the very fucking end. He's fucking idiot. Um, Love him. Uh, And Mariketta's like 22. Like she's like 22 to his like 
a thousand and and yeah and she's just like wild um uh but uh the only thing i have a problem with with that one is that in any romance novel right there's a black point there's that like breakup beat at about 75 percent typically where things go bad and and you know the angst happens and then everything's fine and they they get back together and it's fine that's that's it in that one there's like four breakup beats. i cannot handle that i can barely handle the, like, the, the normal breakup beat because i just cringe so hard and i had to like well at a certain <laughs> at a certain point i'm like particularly when it's it's not like outside interference focused when it's like internally i'm like oh you guys shouldn't be together then if you're like back and forth this much like if you're if if one of you is walking away constantly or like if if like you have fights that are bad enough that like you have a full on breakup yeah, beat i i can't, like if if there's a problem that can literally just be resolved by talking it out like with or if somebody quits, yeah. if somebody like if if the if the characters quit more than once, then they shouldn't be together. I'm sorry, as a human being and an adult person who like understands relationships and shit. Like, I'm sorry if you fully quit and walk away more than once. That's not healthy. That's, that's not, not again. No. I recognize this is a romance novel, paranormal romance specifically, but like, I I I still like the book a lot. I really like. Bowen and Mariketta, uh, they're very, very fun, but they have like three breakup beats because Bowen that. is an idiot and Mariketta is really young, and like, I'm, I'm just like, well, maybe you guys shouldn't be together yet. <laughs> maybe it sounds I don't problematic. Know. I can't, I can't yeah. deal with that. I don't think I would be able to read that one. Yeah, it's breakup yeah, beats are really through, hard like, for me beats. to get through. Ah, yeah, I like them because I like a little bit of angst, like a little bit. Of I know flavor. you do. I like to make it hurt. I know. I know. I read your book and I was like, <laughs> no. It, yeah, yeah. I, well, the breakup beat in the next one, buddies. I don't want to talk about it. I do <laughs> not want to talk about it, especially with how you've been talking about the characters and how I'm going to imagine them and like all this. Uh, uh, I know it's gonna happen because it's a romance novel and it has to, but I don't want it. You just want it all to be good, smooth sailing. <laughs> I just want one hundred percent fluff. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, that's what the like novellas between books are yeah. about, right? Where you just like sit with the characters for a little bit longer, but like you know, there's gonna be no break. That's like the. That's like the little uh... slice of life, yeah. like stories. The little like. Uh chapters within a uh, fan fiction that's like here yeah. have some like little i didn't have time to write a whole chapter so here's just a little something nice have a little one shot yeah it's for you it's my gift for you yeah i i i considered i may write a little uh like short story with uh virgil and, and... well i really want you to be there when he meets colonel james harvey blood um, <laughs> i'm sorry who <laughs> yeah, it's it's in, it's in the rewrites. It's cool. in the rewrites. You missed it. You missed oh it. Oh my god! I need to go uh, back and reread your book. Virgil gets in a fight with uh with with Temperance's adopted father, more or less. Oh god! <laughs> oh god! Oh no! Because he doesn't respect him. 
A real historical figure, by the way, I want to note. <laughs> I'm not surprised. In the slightest. Uh, anyway, I'm not here to talk about books that other people can't read. <laughs> but if yeah, can you, we if even you talk about that? <laughs> I mean, it's, there's no, I, I mean, I, I can talk about whatever the fuck I want. I'm not under contract. Yes. Talk about my own books. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, and then, then I won't be able to talk about anything. But I can still talk about Cressley Cole. Yeah, we can talk about Cressley Cole. We will be returning to the coal hole, I'm sure. If if uh if if that interview doesn't happen, then I'm sure then we will probably um Hey, we may do another Cressley Cole. We may do we, we may just, just plow through these bad boys. Talk about Bowen and Mariquetta. Just go through all of them. That My is dedicated podcast uh with you is is going to be uh Cressley Cole and then sometimes special episodes. That's it. Yeah. Occasional breaks, yeah. That's how like how uh, you do aliens with Fred. Oh, that's true. That's true. We just recorded a fun episode, although I have no idea how it actually turned out because I was out of my fucking mind sick. Oh we god, why did you record when you were out of your mind sick? Because I don't think things through. You super don't. And I'm a workaholic. You are. I don't It's not great. It was the next day after the, the day after my full, like, vaccine horrible sickness mm-hmm. day, where I was the third sickest I've ever been in That's my life. That's crazy to um, me. Yeah, it, I was profoundly ill. And so it was the day after that. And I was like, I feel fine comparatively. I feel good. And then about mm, halfway through the recording, I was like, oh, I'm not I'm fine. Bad. I'm bad. I'm And poor Fred was, like, trying to crack jokes. And I was like, Fred, fucking stop talking. I need to just fucking get through this, Fred. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> he kept burping, and normally oh, that doesn't no. bother me that much. But we were recording. I was like, "I'm fucking. I'm going to. I'm going to bash your head in, Fred. Please." Oh no! So if there's a little bit of that energy, just knows because I was very ill. Not because I don't think Fred is funny, or because I wasn't grateful that he was on the podcast. I was, um, but uh, yeah, we recorded the the Ruby the Ruby podcast, the Ruby Dixon oh, cast. Fun. Uh, I finally broke down her wider sci-fi universe. So, um, again, maybe should have saved that very fun topic for when I was feeling better. Didn't you probably shouldn't have been doing anything. Just continuing to rest, and you know, I can't wait to visit you, so mm-hmm. I can distract you from doing work. Except like the that's... one podcast that we're going to record, and yeah. that, but that's yeah. it. That's it. That's all you'll yep. ever do. I'm going to force Abigail to sit down. And watch movies and TV with me, and then cook dinner, and that's it. I'm just, I'm just gonna like start vibrating, like as like the the hours tick by. Like I haven't done things. Need to do. No, I am things. Not gonna let you. Uh, I'll just be like drafting the the next like podcast trailer on my phone while we're sitting there. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, let's close this shit out so you can go to work. Yep. All right, Paige. Um, I want to, I, I, before we fully close out, before you do your pluggables, um, I want to say that Finley Fenn has a new pre-order up for her newest Yay. book. Ah, uh, God, Finley, I'm so sorry. Hold on. Uh, uh, we were messaging on Instagram. Oh, where are you? Ah. Uh, 
the midwife in the orc. The midwife in the orc. Uh, pre-order yes. now today. Get it. Um, get it. Get get on that shit. We love her. Friend of the pod. Um, also, Tiffany Roberts have a, they have a and new book coming snared. out soon. Snared. It's about to spider man. Coming out May twenty sixth. I got my pre-order for that one. Yeah, man. Uh, super stoked about that. I would say I would say we we record that episode, but I don't know if either of us can read it that fast. But uh, <laughs> I know I you know. can. Um, well, maybe on the I'm car not, yeah. ride to from LA to Sacramento, I can read it. We'll find out. I know. I'll be driving we'll at like midnight. Oh God, maybe that's not the best time to be reading, huh? Uh, okay, so yes. Pre-order those books. Friends of the Pods, all over the place. Uh, Son of Zeus. Just came out today. Uh, just came out today. We will have been out for like two weeks or three weeks by the time that this comes out. I listened to that podcast but... last night when I did the nails. Oh, wow. Wow. It's a good, it's a good pod. Thanks thanks for being on the pod, Amalia. Yeah. 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 Go get, get it. it. Son of Zeus. Get it. Get it. Uh, okay, Paige, go. Go. Uh, go. Go. Uh, go. 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 <laughs> Uh hi. Uh go check out my oh, go check out my imprint store. I kinda like buffered there. Sorry, I'm still waking up. Uh, <laughs> imprint.com slash pageuse. That's P-A-G-E dot H-U-E-S. Uh also check out my Instagram on the same handle. I do uh art, illustration, commissions. Uh DM me if you're interested in anything. Uh or if you want me to put anything on my imprint store, free to buy. Yes. Do Get that. vaccinated. We're still like in the realm of like everybody getting vaccinated go get your vaccine i know it's a little scary with the second dose um but it's 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 better than getting covid please get it hey listen if anything like getting the vaccine just absolutely wrecked my whole shop and i felt not the worst i've ever felt but close um that was the vaccine if i'd gotten covid it would have been cool <laughs> I, I I don't know if I would have survived yeah. it. Like if that if that was the taste of COVID that I got, I one hundred percent would have been hospitalized for oh, yeah. sure. One hundred percent. And that being so, said, get your fucking that vaccine. Being said, if you are scared about getting it and the second dose because there are a lot of people who get intense side effects, it really most it people really don't. does. <laughs> most people get mild. Some people get mm-hmm. d- like none at all. I had a mild headache and it was a little sore, but that's it. It really does depend on the person. But the most important thing is to please get your vaccine. It's what's right. It's what's good for our country and for the world. And for your family and friends, please get your vaccine. And for my family and friends and for your yep, family for and everybody, friends. Just please get it. Yeah. Please get it if you can. Um, so... Do that. Uh, I guess I I will plug now my my, my plugs. Uh, you know where to find me. It's Kingdom Thirst, literally everywhere. I'm really active on Instagram now. Doing my best trying to do those fun stories. <laughs> I I mainly go there for the glitter filter. I really like the glitter filter. I guess we know. It's <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> Um, I do like mini reviews. I, I post news about the podcast. I talk about, you know, authors that, um, you know, have stuff coming out. I, I talk about books that I've read, books that I'm excited about on Twitter, Kingdom Thirst, get all the, the updates, those sweet, sweet updates there. Uh, Abigail K. Kelly is my personal account. It's two K's there. I'm sorry. Uh, and that one's fun because of who I am and the fact that I put my shit out there for the world to see. <laughs> 
I give progress updates on my latest work in progress. Uh, we're getting there. We just passed 50K. We're moving along. You won't be able to read it probably anytime soon, but you can know what's happening. <laughs> You'll get vague hints about what I've written about, including the winky face. I don't love uh, all those winky faces that you put out on Twitter. It's a good time. Yes. Thank you. Thank I you know what you're writing guns. about. <laughs> You do, but even you don't know. I don't what know each what it's about. Is. I know what it's about vaguely. Yeah, you know the characters. I've read. Know. I've read the book that comes before it. So yeah, yeah, you got it. You got it. <laughs> uh, and so you can also send me a message at kingdomofthirst.com/contact if you would like stickers. I'm still giving those out for free. <laughs> if you'd like stickers for a friend, I still have so many stickers. So if you've got like a friend you want to like give stickers to if you want to put stickers up on your local bus stop if you want to do anything like that i don't give a shit i will send you stickers um easiest if it's in the u.s but i will say i've sent stickers all over the world so whatever um it'd be fun if you could also send me pictures of where you put them thank you very much that'd be nice uh, make me feel validated speaking of feeling validated <laughs> <laughs> uh come join our discord server uh it's fun over there we got a bunch of big fucking nerds let me hold on what was has anyone posted in there uh since i checked this morning oh great there's something about naruto well don't join my discord server <laughs> um, don't pretend like you didn't used to write naruto fan fiction i'm calling you out you love it i remember you talking about it we had full-on discussions about naruto don't pretend like you didn't love it Hush. Hush. abigail's a weeb abigail's a weeb Shut up. naruto Shut up. bleach I think those were the main two. Like, well, Inuyasha, and that was about it. There's only three. Um, which people would say that I have the most basic of tastes in yeah, anime, but you here do. we are. Um, so join our Discord server. Links in the in the show notes below, as well as links to everything else. Um, where to get the book, our bookshop.org account, which please support the podcast and local authors and, and indie bookstores and all that by shopping via our bookshop.org account. That'd be very nice. Thank you very much. Um and then I wanted to, last thing, I'm doing a thing where I don't know if this will work. I don't know if anyone will care. I've only just started doing it. None of the episodes that I mentioned it have come out yet. So maybe I'm shouting into the void here. But um, I am going to do a thing now where if you post a review on Apple Podcasts, if you post your favorite episode on Twitter, Instagram, whatever, um, if you if you leave a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to, um, if you tag me in those posts that you put out, like suggesting your favorite episode of the podcast, I will see them. But if you're going to leave a review, if you send me a screenshot of the review you left, I will give you a shout out on the podcast. Oh. Um, I will say thank you. I will. I will say your name. I will. I will probably make some sort of joke, some sort of japery uh, about it. Um, so yeah, I've, obviously that hasn't happened yet because those episodes haven't gone out yet. But or at least, oh, I guess Molly Dillon. That was when I first mentioned it, but that came out yesterday. So whatever. So that that the reason those are important. I want to. I want to reiterate this. I know I've said this before, but the reason that those are important are because the algorithms on podcast platforms are all about engagement. Um, so if you are not following on Spotify, the fact that you are listening does me kind of no good because the what they care about is that you clicked a button that said that you enjoyed this and that then they will promote the podcast to other people. I have to sneeze. That was a good sneeze. 
continuing on. Thank you. <laughs> um, so same thing goes with Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and uh, Podcast Addict. If you leave a review, that's telling the little robot monster that lives inside podcast places that oh, people actually like this podcast because not only are they listening to it, they are engaging with it. So we should promote it to other people, um, which is which is the cool shit. We want more people to listen to it so we can have more people in our Discord to post more Naruto memes. Um, <laughs> it's So it's not, even if, listen, even if you leave a bad review, I'm getting engagement <laughs> and that helps. Um, please don't leave a bad review. I mean, you can, be honest, but like, why would you leave uh, a bad review, though? This podcast is great. Hey, thank you. Uh, if you, I mean, I'm pretty sure that you can leave a podcast review if you have an iTunes account. Like, I don't think you even need to actually be listening. Um, like, you can you can just drop a review. I know it's a pain in the ass, but it does, like, really actually help. Same thing goes with giving shout-outs to the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Um, that's how people find things, is by personal recommendations from friends, right? Um that's how I found most of the podcasts I listen to and and books I read. Um, so all of that to say, if you could recommend the podcast to your friends, if you could engage with it online in whatever way that you are comfortable with, I would be immensely grateful and, in fact, will say thank you to you on the podcast. Um, that's all I have to say. Read the episode notes below, please. I try my best to make them funny, and all the links and shit are below. Do that, please. Bookshop's there. Everything's there. Okay, thank you. Got really hostile at the end, but I'm just people, just passionate like, about it. I find the books makes you feel better. I always read them. Thank you, thank you. They're funny. They are right? funny. Thank you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right you gotta get to work i'm i used to have to put real pants on i'm still in my i'm still in my my pajamas i had to make it like a quick change right before we started recording because i was wearing the wrong shirt uh i was gonna get real it was gonna get real sweaty real fast oh i thought i was like a shirt that i would judge no 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 i don't care i don't what care about shirt? that but like i i, I was wearing i think you just kind of like tucked it somewhere but um just like a, it was like my black velvet shirt but mm. they look really nice with the pants that i'm wearing but uh it's really warm and like as soon as i made my tea you do get sweaty as soon as i made my tea i was like i'm starting to sweat I'm going to have a bad time. So, like, before the podcast, I'm like, <laughs> put on your shirt. I mean, you could have just gone in your bra. I mean, I could have, but. <laughs> yeah, maybe next time. Next, <laughs> next time. time, I'll just. Maybe next time you'll okay. be busy late. <laughs> oh, no. Next time, I'm going to be there in the sanctum. I'm. I, that's true. I'm especially going to make sure I have shorts and a t-shirt with me when we record because I hear that it gets extremely warm in there. It can get pretty fucking moist up I in this business. That. It's true. Yeah. Uh, Fred, when he, whenever I record Fred by the end of it, I'm like... <gasps> he puts out a lot of body heat and moisture. Yeah. <laughs> He's like a humidifier. Love you, he doesn't listen to the podcast, so he listens to some of the podcasts. Anyway, this podcast is over. Uh, <laughs> goodbye! <laughs>